Welcome to the Family Worship Center podcast. Each week we bring you our message from our Sunday morning services at Family Worship Center in Beaumont. So Jesus said this, he said, as I have done to you, you ought to wash one another's feet. Go on, for I have given you the example that you should do as I have done to you. See, we miss this sometimes as a command. What we want to think about is baptism's a command, the Lord's Supper's a command. We hope you find this message encouraging. We got a lot of things that we're, we're doing this morning. We didn't really plan that at all. But you know what? I'm not going to miss an opportunity to, to let the Lord minister to somebody. And uh, even if it was just me. Because <laughs> I, I felt that. Today is a, is a unique thing. In that we're about to have a fellowship meal afterward. And it just happened to work out to where it was communion Sunday. And so I, as I thought about that this week, I, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, this, this is too good an opportunity to pass up. So yes, I know I've been working on a message for a few Sundays, but we're going to skip that. We'll, we'll take that up next week. We're going to do a little bit different this week. Um, how many of you know that Lent started this last Wednesday? Oh, wow, more people than I would have thought, because that's not really our tradition. Uh, that tends to be more if you came from a high church background or whatever, uh, Lent tends to be a big thing. And we, especially the further you go toward the non-denominational, we tend to like knee-jerk reaction. Well, that's, that's the liturgy of the church, and we don't like that formulated stuff. But, you know, really, sometimes you can, you can learn a lot from it. And Lent basically is the season is 40 days leading up to Easter. And that's why Wednesday, if you saw people walking around with smudges on their forehead, the reason being is they would go to, to their church and they would uh, smudge them. That's what it's called. And uh, that's a sign that they are giving something up for Lent. Okay, that they're taking this time to consecrate themselves. They're either going to fast. They're going to give up something that's near and dear to them. And it is uh, one of those things like, hey, the time that I would have spent doing this, the time that I would have spent uh, on my cell phone playing a game. You know, maybe I'm addicted to Bejeweled or whatever the hip game is now. What is it? Candy Crush. <laughs> okay, whatever it is. That time, I'm going to dedicate to God. I'm going to pray. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast that. Or some people fast food. Some people, you know, whatever. I didn't say go get fast food. I said they fast food. You can fast other things besides food. And... uh so it's that time to consecrate yourself toward that. And then, uh, you know, so as, as we're looking at that, there's a lot of meaning behind that. And actually a lot of, a lot of good thoughts behind that. But as, you know, as we approach the Passion Week, which will begin, a, a, you know, a Palm Sunday, uh, and w definitely just mark this on your calendars, egg hunt for the kids, fellowship uh, dinner for us after church that day. So be sure and put that on your calendars. But as we lead up to that, I, you know, I just happened to think about it this week. It's just, it's just a good opportunity for us to be reminded of everything the Lord did for us. Because he sat down at that dinner, which was celebrating the, the feast of the Passover. In other words, back, all the way back to what we read in Exodus, whenever they're coming out. And Pharaoh wouldn't let them go. And... The Lord said, okay, I've given you every opportunity here, something bad fixing to happen, and tells the Israelites what you need to do is, is kill a lamb, take the blood, put it on the pillar and the post of the door, and when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Um, 
And essentially, you bring that all the way up in the New Testament, Jesus was the lamb that was slain. And his blood allows the Lord to pass over us as far as judgment is concerned. And so he sits down at this meal with, with knowing that there's one of these 12 people that's going to betray him. Now, how many of us, if we had that foreknowledge, and I believe Jesus did because he talks about it during the meal, he said, one of you is about to betray me. And everybody's, oh, hope it's not me, hope it's not me. You know, what, what would you do? How would you handle that? I mean, we'd want to get up and just stick our finger in his eye and say, Judas, you sorry rascal, get up. Don't you even pretend to eat with me because I know what you're fixing to do. But yet, God, in his mercy and his grace, gives him every opportunity to turn around. And so, it's just to me, it's, there's a lot of things involved with the Passover. It's celebrating the old covenant that God said that he would remember his people. It's celebrating the new covenant. And Jesus said, I won't take it again until I take it new with you in heaven. And we're not going to take it again until we take it on Easter Sunday. Uh, I just, I think we ought to give it a little gap. From this Sunday until Easter Sunday, we're not going to celebrate communion. Just, just so that on Easter Sunday, it's got some meaning to it. Sometimes we fall into a habit of doing this, and we don't think what's behind it. So I want our deacons to come, and they're going to be ready to wait on you and serve you. Uh, again, I think we ought to all take it together. So they're going to serve you, take it back to your seat with you, and... Uh, Hold on to it till you get there, and we'll take it all together here in just a minute. But go ahead and begin to move out into these two aisles. They'll serve you. Good time to fellowship. It's not necessarily a solemn time where we can't talk or celebrate or talk to one another. If you hadn't, if maybe you're going to look at somebody you hadn't seen all, all day so far. Say hi to them. Give them a hug. Shake their hand. But go ahead. Let them begin to serve you. Take it back to your seat, Has everybody been served at once to be? So Jesus sits down at the Passover feast. And they go through all the motions of that. And that, that essentially at this time in history, that's what it had become. It was going through the motions. Uh, it, it was meaningful, but it didn't have a lot of meaning to them. Okay, because they were, it was long ago, far away, and that's the way we tend to do. We get in this cycle of doing things. We are always looking. Humankind is always looking for a one, two, three, ABC. This is how you do it. This is this. I'll punch my card with God, and everything's good. And so Jesus takes it and turns it on its head, right here. Okay, they've done the the fe the feast. They've done everything that they were supposed to do, and you can go and read that. It is a very complicated thing about how they're supposed to do this. There's certain things they do at certain times. Got to eat it all. If you don't eat it all, you got to burn it. All this kind of stuff. So they go through all the motions of this meal, and then Jesus t takes the elements of that covenant and says, "I'm fixing to show you something brand new." And this is in Ma Matthew's gospel. And it says, so he, um, as they were eating, Jesus took the bread and he blessed it. So he blessed it all those years ago. He broke it, gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and eat. This is my body. And then he took the cup, 
And he gave thanks and he gave it to them. And he said, drink, uh, drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of it again until that day when I drink it new with you in my kingdom. So in other words, it's, it's, it's past, present, future, all rolled up into one. We're celebrating the past, what God did for the nation of Israel. But this is the new covenant. And then we're going to celebrate it one day in heaven. That's pretty awesome. Amen. So we're going to get to sit down with the Lord one day. And we're going to get to take this brand new with him in heaven. But until then, he said, as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. So Lord... Thank you. And it still gets next to me. Nobody has ever loved me enough to lay down their life for me except you. When I was unlovable, you loved me. And I thank you for So he blessed it all those years ago. And he said, take and eat. This is my body. So let's take the bread together. Cup represents his blood shed for the remission of our sins. Thank God my sins are gone. Let's take the cup. We give you praise and honor and glory for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And so many times we take all these little things in little snippets, okay? And we never tie the whole thing together. At that moment, it's not over, okay? It is that Jesus then got up and took up a towel. And so what do you think of whenever you see somebody with a towel? Servant, waiter, server, as we like to call it these days. Maybe a maid or a butler standing by ready to... I I can't run past this without uh, telling my favorite waiter joke. There was a guy in a restaurant and he orders a steak. It's a nice restaurant, very, very nice restaurant. So the guy comes over there and he says, sir, could I take your order? And he said, yeah, I'll take the steak and, you know, cook it thus and so. And so here in a few minutes, the guy comes out. And as he's sitting down the plate, the guy notices that the the waiter's got his thumb over the edge of the plate on his steak. And he says, "Uh, hey, buddy. He says, "Uh, you know, this is a high-priced restaurant and you... You just had your thumb over on my steak. And the waiter said, oh, yeah. He said, that's so it wouldn't fall off the plate again. (laughs) My favorite waiter joke in the whole world. (laughs) Got some long-lasting things. You think about that one for a while. But what Jesus did was he, instead of saying, hey, guys, I'm fixing to go to bat for you all. And you better worship me. You better just get it right, quit messing around, quit being this motley crew that I've seen you be in the last little bit, 
Quit arguing about who's going to be the most important. Judas quit thinking about selling me out. And this is, this is what, you know, this just proves to me that we're all different and that we all have a different perspective. Because Matthew, Mark, and Luke all record the, this, you know, the Passover, the communion thing. And John's the only one that doesn't. And so in John chapter 13, he covers some things that I think are very important. And it says, now before the feast of the Passover, this is backing up to before this meal that we just shared. When Jesus knew that his hours come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father. Having loved his own, talking about those who were following him, which were in the world, they were still in the world, still had some worldly attitudes. They hadn't gotten it all right. They weren't perfect as much as sometimes we tend to lift them up that way. And it says he loved them to the end. Wow. Again, you'd be sitting there thinking, you guys are fixing to betray me before this night is over. Can't, I mean, wouldn't we just, it'd be one of those hands on the hips moment. I can't believe you guys. In just a few hours, you're fixing to give me up. Judas, you're going to sell me out for 30 pieces of silver. Couldn't you get more than that? And all the rest of you are going to betray me. You're going to run off and leave me alone. And I'm fixing to have to pay the price of all mankind. Man. Wait a minute. Have to stomp just a little bit. But it says he loved them to the end. And here's, here's the whole thing about communion and supper being ended. That's all John says. And supper being ended. He missed the whole breaking the bread, the little cups, all that kind of stuff. They actually shared one big cup, I hate to tell you. But we won't be doing that here. <laughs> the devil already having put in the heart of Judas to betray him. Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things to his hands and that he had come from God and he was about to go back to God. He rose from supper and he laid aside his garments and he took up a towel. And in this sense, he actually girded himself with it. So he, he took a towel, he'd taken out his outer garment. No, he probably wasn't naked, if somebody's wondering about that. Had his undergarments on, but he, he girded himself with a towel. And he started washing their feet. That is not what the world would say we'd need to do at that moment. What are you doing? You're important. You don't do that. The world says you've got to get along to go, you know, go along to get along, and you've got to step on people. You've got to climb that ladder. Sometimes we climb that ladder only to figure out we had it leaning against the wrong building. You're never taller than when you're on your knees. And Jesus was on his knees washing the disciples' feet. And, you know, the thing is, sometimes, sometimes we want people to serve us. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. And you think about him taking a minute, and he's got his towel. And in those days and times, it was, it was very, very courteous. It was the manner of the house that if you had somebody come visit you, they'd been walking, they had sandal feet, bare feet in some cases. They had dust on their feet, so you would provide them a, a, a 
basin full of water and towels, and they would wash their feet. That was customary. You didn't really walk into somebody's house with dirty feet. But Jesus goes one step further, and he says, I'm going to wash them for you. Wow. At a time when you would think he'd some, you, you all better gather around me and do something for me because I'm fixing to really pay the price here. And so he goes on. And he comes to Peter and Peter says, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus said, what I'm doing, you won't understand it now, but you will later. The Phillips translation goes right along with the New King James. <laughs> and Peter said to him, you'll never wash my feet. How many of us would have that attitude? Me. I have a hard time. I, I, I can serve other people all day. I have a hard time being served. It's just how I'm wired. So if Jesus came and, and wanted to wash my feet, I'd say, Lord, can't handle this. Can't go there. And he said, well, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have any part with me. And so Peter, like some of us would be, well, then if that's good, then if a little's good, a lot's more, just start at the head and wash the whole body. And he's telling him, you're not understanding. You're not understanding. This is symbolic. You're clean, but not all of you, talking about Judas, that he would betray him. You're not all clean. And so when he had washed their feet... And he put his garments back on, and he sat down, and he said, Do you know what I've done to you? He said, You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Whoa. How many of you never read that before? How many of you never did that before? Why? Because that's just, no, no. (laughs) Now, customary in that day and time was that you provided that to wash their feet, and they'd wash their feet, but Jesus goes beyond that. Today, everybody wears shoes, but the one thing that we do, can do, and this is where we're headed with this before everybody starts freaking out and wants to get up and run away. Um, Wayne, if you'll help me hand these out. Ronnie, if you'll... Help me hand some of these out. Just start at the end of the row, pass them out to everybody. These are shoe shine cloths. And yeah, you might be wearing tennis shoes or you might be wearing flip-flops. But that's okay. It's the thing behind it that matters. Just so we don't get creepy in any way. Guys, wipe guys' feet off. Girls, girls' feet, unless it's your spouse or something. Some of us might need to wipe our spouse's shoes off. Because <laughs> she puts up with a lot. So Jesus said this. He said, as I have done to you, you ought to wash one another's feet. Go on, for I have given you the example that you should do as I have done to you. See, we miss this sometimes as a command. What we want to think about is baptism's a command, the Lord's Supper's a command, and I draw a distinction between the Lord's Supper and communion. The Lord's Supper is whenever he was eating with them, a fellowship meal, communion. 
It's whenever we take the little piece of bread and the little cup. We're about to go into the Lord's Supper because we're going to have some fellowship together. Again, I couldn't miss it. It was just too poignant in my opinion. We're having the meal, the fellowship meal. We were having communion anyway. We need to look at this. So he gives this command. It is a command, as I have done to you, so you should do for one another. And so here's the thing, and this is another one of those things that we miss out on because sometimes it's that knee-jerk reaction about, you know, we don't want to get mixed up with all the liturgy of the church. But how many of you realize that all the days of the Passion Week have a name? You have Palm Sunday, that's when it starts. Then you have Monday, Tuesday, Spy Wednesday. Anybody want to guess what that's about? That's the day that Judas sold him out. Spy Wednesday. Then you have Monday, Thursday. No, I didn't say Monday, Thursday. It's Monday. M-A-U-N-D-Y. Monday. Everybody, who's heard of that before? A few. Called Monday, Thursday. Anybody know why? Monday comes from the Latin mandatum, which is a mandate, the command to wash one another's feet. That's what Thursday is all about. So if you've ever heard Monday, Thursday and wondered what that was about, that's, it all comes back to the mandatum, the mandate that we should wash one another's feet as Jesus gave us that example. So he goes on. He said, most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you, don't, if you know these things, okay, that he just talked about, Blessed are you if you do them. How many of you want to be blessed? Well, I'm going to tell you something. This is only the second time I've ever done this in eight years here. There's a blessing in bending down on a knee and wiping off somebody's shoe. Yeah, it's symbolic. No, you don't have to like get down there and do the spit chime. But I'm going to tell you something. There's something about humbling yourself. Because sometimes what happens is we... we here's, here's the way that all things go bad. When we dehumanize our other human beings. Because of their status. Because of their race. Because of anything else. And you know what? Whenever we bow a knee and realize they're just as human as we are. They hurt just like we do. They got things going on just like we do. It comes down to this shared common interest of Jesus. And so whenever we bend down, and Wayne's pretty handy here, and we dust the dust off his shoe, you know what? There's a connection. <laughs> no, you don't necessarily have to turn around and dust whoever does yours. Because, you know, here's the thing. They didn't turn around and wash Jesus' feet. But I'm just, just for this few minutes, five minutes maybe, I want you to find somebody. May, maybe it is your spouse. Maybe, maybe you and them have been for a little while. And maybe there's somebody that you say, I need to, I need to, I need to make this right. I want to humble myself. I want to, it doesn't necessarily have to be about something bad between you. It could be, hey, I really care for this person. I want, to, I want to wipe their feet. So I've given you the cloth. I've given you the mandatum. 
the mandate. And so as a part of today, before we go into fellowship, I just want you to take five minutes. He's going to be playing some music in the background, but you can talk. Maybe you need to tell that person, hey, I'm sorry. Maybe you need to tell them, we got crossways. There's a, there's a stick there, and I need to make this right. Or maybe you just want to tell them you love them.